Hey guys, so uh, I'm going to start this uh, podcast discussing lots of things. Um, I'm going to call it Makeup and Tea. We're going to discuss the makeup industry, some random things, some random um, tabloid stuff and TV shows. Well, not TV shows, but uh, yeah, just random public affairs things really. So this first podcast I'm going to do, I'm going to discuss Live Island. (laughs) For those who don't know, uh, Live Island is a UK show, and I don't know if it's in the rest of the world, but um, currently it is in the UK. Um, they're on the fifth series. This is my actual first time watching this series. Um, I haven't watched series one to four, uh, but it's been popular for a very long time. Now, in this series, people who have watched it previously think that it's, well, they thought in the beginning that it was the worst one. Um, but I have nothing to compare it to for so for me it's good. And it's been a roller coaster of a ride. It started off a little bit boring, um, but it was um uh, it got really good. Now for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's basically a bunch of young men and young women coming to a villa somewhere in Spain, I believe, and they have to be there for a few weeks, I think about two and a half months or so. And the whole purpose is that they have to find love. Um, whether most of them find love is a different story, but um, it's entertaining to watch nonetheless. So, uh, when it first started, the main characters that were the front runners was a couple called um, Curtis and Amy. Well, they thought they were the front runners, and um, Amber and Michael. Now, Curtis came in. Uh, yeah, b- basically the first night after the original cast came in, him and uh, Tommy were like a surprise um, addition and he went straight for Amy. And since that very first week, he's been with her. Now, a few days ago, about a week ago, they played um, a game called, um, I think, some tweets game so they had to read uh tweets from the public to see what the public thought of them and they realized that i think curtis realized that the public was not loving him and amy as he thought he would he they would um and it's kind of throwing him off a little bit a lot of people think that curtis is playing a game and at first i wasn't too sure but now is almost too perfect he portrays this almost too perfect of a guy always you know giving his unwanted advice trying to act like he's this zen grandpa of the villa giving everybody advice trying to put his nose into everybody's business it it can be very annoying um but yeah so after the tweets came out and um he realized that maybe people are not feeling him and Amy as much as he thought. And also they had a game a few days ago where they had to choose the top, yeah, the top three, yeah, the top three couples um, of the villa and they were not in the top three. So I think that was, again, the nail in the coffin in Curtis's mind because I now actually believe that he's playing the game. He wants to win and he's realized that his strategy to win with Amy is not working. Um, because in the top three, he wasn't part of it. Um, it was Tommy and Molly, um, Amber and Michael, and um, Lucy and Antone. And they were not even a couple. They were, I think people voted for them because they wanted to give them a chance to actually find love. They were coupled up to, as friends. So um, Curtis, I think in that moment, realized, oh my goodness, people actually are not feeling me and Amy together at all. And my plan is not going according to plan on the outside world. So (laughs) I think that really switched his brain. And in the last couple of episodes, you've seen how he's kind of almost turned. And now he's saying how he has all these doubts about Amy. He wasn't really attracted to Amy. So I think that Amy is genuinely into him. But he is not really into her. He was kind. Of, she was kind of a pawn in her in his, you know, game. Now, um, I think Curtis went for Amy for one reason, and that is, he thought he could be the knight in shining armor who came to rescue the least attractive girl in the villa. Because let's be honest, Amy 
is the least attractive girl in that villa. Um, he thought he could come and be the knight in shining armor to this, the one that he will have least competition with in regards to new guys coming in and taking her away because most of the guys who've come into that villa have not even looked at Amy once, let alone twice. So I think he thought Amy was a safe bet. Amy, if he went for her, he can treat her like a gentleman world and she will stick with him because she will think that she's hit the jackpot and other guys will not fight him for her. So that was, I think that was his strategy and he's realizing that that strategy has not really worked. So in this episode, which is episode 30, um, the new girls came in about two or three days ago and he's realizing, okay, um, the public doesn't like me and Amy, so I need to find another strategy. I need to find a plan B. So he went for Jordan. Now, I don't know if Jordan is really his type. Um, if maybe that's who he really wants or maybe more his, uh, yeah, what he, he, he desires personally. Um, or if he thinks that Jordan will, will, will be better suited to his game plan of winning because um, maybe he thinks she'll be popular. Maybe he thinks she'll bring more narrative. Because in, in actual fact, Amy, in the last 30 episodes, Amy hasn't done anything out of the ordinary. I can't really think back of anything that she's done that has brought any sort of, sort of value to the villa. They're only there because they were the couple who has not changed very much. So nobody was going to vote them out uh, in that sense. So that was the only reason why she, she is really there. She hasn't really brought anything in regards to watchability to the show. Um, yeah, in that regard. So I don't, I don't think she's a, an integral part of the villa in that sense. So I think he is trying to see where he can jump ship where it would be more productive for him to win the show. So he went for Jordan because I guess Jordan was the most desirable, which is so funny because obviously a lot of the times in the shows, the black woman is not the most desirable. They always go for the white girl. And Jordan, for some reason, like literally three men have gone straight for her because I guess she has the most presence. She has the most um charisma and i think they think that she'll bring the most narrative in that sense um i think maybe a, a few of them were also into joanna who um michael went for but joanna kept sort of came in and went straight for michael she went and she made a beeline for michael she stuck with michael she's not even talking to the other guys so they were like nah let's leave it because she ain't even checking for anybody she's not even trying to get to know anybody else so they went for the the most yeah, the most prettiest girl and the most available girl who they thought was the best asset to them. Um, so, yeah. So, he went for Jordan. And last night, he told Jordan how he felt. And I think a lot of people were like, where did this come from? Because you'll be always saying, oh, how Amy is this, how Amy is that. She's so beautiful every moment of every day. You're telling her how amazing she is. Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you're telling us that your head is turned. And... <laughs> It was like, so he made a beeline for Jordana telling her how he felt and like he, he doesn't know why his head has been turned and if it was a recoupling in 30 minutes, he'll pick her. I'm like, dude, how are you going to pick somebody you barely know? Like I, you haven't said, you haven't sat with Jordan um, for more than 30 minutes. How are you trying to tell me like you're going to risk it all for a girl that you've been praising for? like three three or four weeks that doesn't make no sense and jordan basically shot him down jordan was like you know what you're gonna risk it or are you sure and he was like yeah and then she was like you know what i i value it as a friend and i was like oh my god this guy is getting pied so hard right now and when she told him that she valued him as a friend she wants she wants him to kind of be loyal to his situation my man's face dropped Almost like he thought, like, in his brain, I could see him saying, please, please don't make me stay in this situation. <laughs> please don't make me stay in this situation with Amy. Like, his face dropped when Jordan friend-zoned him. It was hilarious. And then that's when I kind of certified myself, yep, yeah, this man does not like this 
Amy girl. He is a smooth talker. He is he was trying to use this girl to win the show. And when he realized that that might not work, that people might not be in it, people are not feeling it, he tried to jump ship and the ship he tried to jump in threw him back off uh, off of the of the boat, mate. They threw him off the shore and he has to crawl back to the thing that he does not want. And I was like, oh my goodness. So Jordan kind of shut him down, telling her him that she was feeling she was getting to know Mike. Um, no, she was getting to know Danny, and she was feeling Danny more. Um, and his face was just devastated, and I was like, oh my goodness! Now, not only does he have to go back to Amy and pretend that he still likes her, but he has to live with Jordan in the villa, knowing that. She was the first choice and Amy was the second choice. And it's so awkward. So in the recoupling, he chose Amy by default, basically. He he didn't choose her because he wanted to. He chose her by default. And when Amy finds out, oh my God, it's going to be so cringe. And in that same moment where he was talking to Jordan, they showed us um, Amy talking to Molly May in the Casa Amor. And she, my girl, was going on about how she's missed Curtis, how being away from him has made her realize how much she loves him and that she feels like she's falling in love. And I was just cringing. I think the whole world was just cringing, thinking, oh, girl, oh, girl, please stop saying this. Because when you watch this back, you are going to be so humiliated knowing at the moment you were saying the same things, what this man was doing. And when she came into the villa after the recoupling, she was so happy to see her standing by himself, not knowing that, listen, if if he, where he made his play, if it worked out, my man will not be standing by himself. And she was so happy and she was saying how she's missed him and she's like, that girl on holiday, on the girl's holiday, talking about her man all the time. And everybody was just cringing on that sofa, knowing exactly what Curtis had said before. Because Curtis... In his um, recoupling speech, basically told on himself. He basically said that, um, you know, Amy, he's realized that there's something that's missing in this relationship with Amy and blah, blah. He, has to be, he hasn't been honest with himself. He hasn't been honest with Amy. And now he's going to try to be honest with her. So everybody knows how he really feels. Everybody knows that Amy is basically his second choice. And... He, my guy, my guy was just, whoo, he would lay it all on the line before she came. So when she came and she was making all this speech about um, curses and how much she missed him and how much she's looking forward to coming back. And Michael's face, Joanne, Jordan's face, not Joanna, Jordan's face, she was just cracking up because she knew. That my girl is laying her house on the line and it's not being reciprocated. And it was almost like you're being humiliated, but you don't know you're being humiliated. And I felt so bad for her. And when she sat down and um, Mora looked at her um, and I said she was okay after Kirsten said we need to talk. Um, her face just dropped because she knew something was wrong. She knew that the, the cloud that she came in was about to be burst. In the next few minutes after this recoupling. And I felt so bad for her. I felt so bad for her. But anyway. Let's move on to the Pierce de Resistance of the night. Which was the recoupling or the journey of Michael. And you know what? A lot of people are now very mad at Michael. Saying Michael is um, a hypocrite in a way. Because he's he's done the same thing. He was telling Danny. Um that what he did was wrong with you one day, but he's done the same thing to Amber. And I don't know if I would agree with that completely because, um, yes, Michael has been with Amber since the beginning. Yes, Amber has let her guard down for Michael, even though he, he wasn't her typical choice. But I feel like Michael has been more honest than Danny was in regards to that. When he had a problem with, Amber, 
he addressed it like in the last few episodes before this recoupling, before um, Amber um, and the girls went to Kasamo. He made it clear to Amber about some issues we're having and that he can't talk to her sometimes. So he made that clear to her. I did not like, like everybody else, that he was slagging off Amber to Joanna. Um, I know for him, it was probably more a logical thing that he was basically saying, because Joanna was asking him, is there any way you would like to get to know somebody else? And he was basically explaining, like men are very logical in the sense that somebody's asking me a question, he's explaining, okay, well, yeah, the only way I would, my head would be turned is if somebody showed me that would be better for me than Amber because Amber is you know, childish, like, this is his feelings, so he, I don't think he was doing it to, to spite Amber, he was kind of saying it as a matter of factly, you know, just make, just laying down the facts of, if he was to leave Amber, this would be the reasons why, he, basically, that I, that's how he, he was saying it, now, a lot of people are saying that, um, Michael's demeanor towards Amber changed after that tweet game where they read out a tweet that they feel like michael is whipped by amber and that his kind of male ego came into play that he feels like he has not assert himself as the leader as the alpha that no he's not whipped by a woman and all of that you know i obviously i'm not in michael's mind i don't know if that's specifically true but in a sense i can see how people would say that because in his whole conversation, in his own demeanor, his own decisions, um, in the in this last episode, he was he was trying to assert himself. He was trying to, um, yeah, make himself look like yes, I am a man. I know what I want. I'm gonna go for what I want, and I'm not afraid to go for what I want. So he's trying to assert that he's not whipped. He's not like he's not afraid of Amber, like uh, he knows a lot of people are in that villa, he's trying to make out that, yes, I'm going to make this decision, this, uh, I'm going to make this decision, and I'm going to make it with my chest, you know, I'm going to make it, and I'm going to stand up tall, because you know, when Amber came in, Michael didn't flinch once, after he chose Joanna, Michael did not flinch once, he never looked away from Amber, like, um, like Danny did, Danny did not look at you one day, when he chose uh, Arabella, he, he, he was looking around, he was nervous, he was a bit cowardly in his demeanor, and Michael wanted to show that he's a man, and he's not afraid to stand by his decision, so when Amber came in, he held Joanna, and he looked at Amber, he didn't look away, he looked away for a second, obviously, to, to, to you know, as a reaction, but he looked back at Amber, and he kept Amber's stare, almost kind of like, Showing that I am not afraid of you. I am a man. I will stand my ground. This decision I've made. And I'm not afraid of that decision. So in that sense, I can see why people will say that tweet probably rubbed him the wrong way. And he wants a woman who is more submissive in that sense. Now, Amber is fiery. And he said he liked that. Um, but I guess in other sense, some things, other things that he might have said or done or how she reacts to confrontation, he doesn't like that. Now, I feel like the final straw in the coffin, which made Amber, not Amber, which made Michael switch to Joanna was when they were sitting on the, on the sofa outside and she was talking about the sleeping arrangement last night and how she, and he, he was like, oh, well, you slept in the bed, but you were on the other side and you went straight to bed and she was saying how tired she was. And, you know, that. and she said, and I feel like the switch came when she took his hand and put his head in his, and put her head in his hand. That very moment, I was like, yep, my man is gone. Because she saw his eyes soften towards Joanna in that very moment. Because that gesture of her putting her, her face like, you imagine, like, her, as a woman, her face is probably soft. And she put her face in this hand, which has this symbol of protection, which has the symbol of vulnerability, which has the symbol of intimacy. And as in that moment, you saw Michael's eyes look at Joanna in a different way. It was almost like not in a lust, not in a... But almost, yeah, in that moment, she he connected to her in his mind... This is the kind of woman I want. It was a connection that was not sexual. It wasn't a kiss. It wasn't rubbing. It wasn't touching. 
it was so innocent, but so powerful. And I don't know if many people caught that, but I feel like that was the very moment that his decision to choose Joanna was solidified because he looked at her for a second and his eyes changed. And he, and obviously afterwards he said, your head is so small. And that was the very first time after that very moment, he told Joanna for the first time that he liked her. Until that moment, he made no permission to Joanna. He never, you know, he did say that he had concerns about Amber and all that kind of thing. But he never made any promises to Joanna. But after that moment, it was so soft and so seductive in a very innocent way that he fell for her, I believe, completely in that moment. And that was the moment he told her that he liked her. And then they went into a kiss. So, yeah, I feel like that was the that was the time. And maybe in that sense, that gesture or that action from Joanna, I don't think she probably premeditated it that much, but that action showed, you know, something that he he missed from Amber, and he decided, yeah, I'm gonna go with this girl instead. Yeah, so it was when Amber came in, you could tell my girl was hurt. She was hurt, but in Amber's true form, she is so. I don't know what's happening in that girl's life, but. It's probably really tragic. And she turns sadness into anger. Like she was hurt and it manifest. You could tell it was manifesting in her, in her spirit into anger. And she feels, she probably feels like she has been such a fool that she wouldn't go with her gut instinct. Because when they went on their official first date, you know, outside a few weeks ago, um, a few episodes ago, sorry. Um, she said, like, the reason why she did not give into Michael straight away because he looked like the kind of guy who will ruin a girl's life. And I'm not saying that Michael should choose her out of proving anything, but time and time again, this woman's intuition has been realized. Yolanda said the same thing. Yolanda felt the same thing about Danny, that he wasn't genuine and all of things. And it's almost like, you t- you tell me to let my guard down. You tell me to be affectionate. You tell me to, to that you, this is what you need. And I, and I try against my own nature to give. And when I do, I feel like I'm being slapped in the face. By you rejecting me and proving what I thought initially right. And she is livid. My girl is so upset. She's so, she's so like, yeah, just so hurt that I really hope that it doesn't build her walls back up. You know, it doesn't turn her back into this unresponsive amber who thinks that all men are trash who thinks all of that things you know so we're gonna see in the next episode that um yeah it's gonna kick off with 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 michael and anna and amber um she's not going to show she she's not going to show her sadness because she will think that that's weakness but she's going to react with anger that's how I know it's gonna go with Amber. She's she's not gonna show you, you know, she's gonna not gonna show you that she's sad because she thinks that makes her weak. So she's going to react with anger. Um yeah, so it was it was a explosive episode. I was cringing the whole time. My heart my mouth was open the whole time. Um but yeah, let's see what the next episode holds. Um Anna and Ovi, I'm really excited for them. Like, she really looks like she likes him. Like, it was easy and flowing with their connection, which is nice. I really like how Jordan reacted to it because he was right. He was very logical. They never made any promises to each other. So, he has he has no reason to expect her loyalty in that sense. If she came back and he was coupled with somebody else, there was no loyalty. They never said they were exclusive. Never, never said to each other that their heads will not be turned. So, he took it as a man. In the chain and said, you know what, it is what it is. If that's who she feels more connected to, then that's cool. And yeah, I really respect Jordan 
Jordan Jordan for that, and I hope he finds somebody more suited to him later on. Um, but yeah, that was the episode. Um, I will come back tomorrow and review the next episode. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this first pod- podcast. Um, it was a bit rusty, I know, sorry. And yeah, leave your comments below. What did you think of um, Love Island episode if you do watch it? And I will see you in my next one. Bye. Hey guys. Okay, so this is day two of our podcast, Makeup and Tea. Uh, today, we're going to continue with our reviews on Love Island. And yesterday's episode was explosive it was obviously not as explosive as the night before but it still gave us some good watch now obviously when they came back last night we picked up off basically when amber walked into the recoupling and saw michael now as i said obviously my girl was hurt her face looked like she wanted to cry and was angry all at the same time so I picked up of where uh, Flack was asking her how she feels. Um, and she was very composed. The one thing I'll say about Amber last night is that my girl was composed. She kept her composure than I th- more than I thought she would. Because I guess she's in the situation. So she has to kind of process everything. She has to work everything out in her brain. So... I think that is where when you need friends to kind of step in for you because you might not react the same way that you would in a normal situation if you were not the one in that position. That's where your friends probably have a clearer head. They are not as emotionally invested as in that they will not be crying and all that kind of stuff so they can kind of stand up for you in that sense. So she was obviously distraught when um the hosts asked her how she was she said i'm fine and she really kept on composure more than i thought um obviously when they spoke to michael as well he was like you know i don't it feels strange to see amber standing there all by herself and you could see that he was starting to starting to get a little bit nervous but he didn't want to show it and joanna just looked like she just wanted the ground to open up and swallow her up (laughs) it was it was so awkward but I really admire how Amber reacted and how she composed herself in that moment. So obviously, then they, um, the host left with the other contestants that, are, that were not picked. And um, yeah, it kind of went into everybody discussing afterwards. And before, I was trying to give Michael the benefit of the doubt. I was trying to um, kind of not be too upset with him deciding what he decided because at the end of the day it's his choice it's his time in the villa it's his love life he has the right to choose who he wants to choose but this episode i did not like michael at all i did not like him because of the way he was going about the situation he was blaming everything on amber and almost like you know when somebody is trying to convince you and convince themselves that you are the reason why things didn't work out. He said that Amber treated him like a, you know, D-head. That Amber was, um, didn't open up to him. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this girl was so shut off with every other guy. When you started to graft her, as you know that, you know that she was closed off. And you said, I want to pursue her anyway. And you pursued her and you got her to open up. My girl was, listen, if if you guys were saying that your one day was not open, Amber opened up, okay? So Michael cannot stand there and say that Amber didn't open up to him. Yes, maybe something, some situations she might not have handled it as he would have wanted, but everybody is different. You cannot expect people to be like you. And he was saying that all these things, all the him not being able to say what he wanted to say was the deal breaker. And that's what happened in his last relationship. And that's why it didn't work. Okay. If that's what happened in your last relationship, then you should have been triggered from the very beginning when Amber started to display those behaviors that you saw in your last relationship that made it not work. You should have bounced. 
you should have seen that as a red flag, as a trigger, knowing that you cannot handle these things, knowing that these things um, trigger a relationship not to work for you. When you saw that same thing, if this is the real reason, Michael, when you saw those same things um, that you said that stopped your last relationship from working because you were not, you couldn't open up because you were biting your tongue, blah, blah, blah. When you saw those same things in Amber, you should have ran and said, no, I've dealt with this before. I am not dealing with it again. I'm done. But you didn't. You continued to pursue the girl. You continued to, you know, break down her walls. You continued to be affectionate with her, telling her your head will not be turned. So in that sense, he was a lot like um, Danny. The only difference between him and Danny is that when he was grafting another girl or when he was trying to pursue another girl he didn't lie to amber but that could only be because amber was not actually in the same vicinity when the grafting was happening or when the conversations with him and joanna was happening so there is very much a lot of similarities and Anna brought it up that you are doing the same thing to Amber that you pulled up Danny for doing to you one day. And she was right. She's right in a lot of ways in regards to that. He's doing the same thing to her in a sense. Maybe says there's a few differences, but in essence, it's the same thing. And he was really trying to assert this alpha male's position that he was not scared that he was not but his excuses were not valid at all he said that amber laughed in his face when he brought up his situations and that is a sign of disrespect and amber was like this happened one time one time and you did you obviously you you voiced that you you were unhappy with it but i thought we squashed it and she she was so com- composed in the sense that she was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have assumed that you knew my my way of dealing with things. That I laugh sometimes because I'm nervous, because I don't know what to say. So I laugh as a defense mechanism. I don't do it out of respect. Maybe I should have said that. But this was one situation. And if, if it bothered you so much, you would have discussed it with me. You don't cut off relationships because of one situation if you truly like someone. So I really thought that he was making excuses and he was trying to validate his excuses by making out that Amber had treated him like crap this whole time and that was not true. Amber has not treated him like crap. Amber has been affectionate. Amber has opened up to him and, you know, that, you know, in in this in the short place space of time for who she is and how she reacts to situations, she has opened up to him and he is trying to find an excuse as to why he dumped her and it was not running. And I just I did not like the way he was manipulating the situation to make it out that it was all her fault. That the reason why his his head had been turned was because it was all her fault and because of all the situation. And yeah, Michael's no, I did not. I understand that you want to stand your ground. You want to be firm in your decision. Just, just say, you know what, Amber, I wanted to go with somebody else. Um, I feel like maybe I have a better connection with this girl and I'm going to go with her. I'm sorry it didn't work out, but it is what it is. And she would have respected you for it, but don't blame everything on her. And that's why sometimes I hate about some guys and maybe even some girls, like some people, they they want to clear their conscience for doing you wrong. So they bring up things that are not totally relevant, but they put all the blame on you for a situation. And that is not right. Don't make this girl feel like she is the reason and the sole reason why this thing did not work out. That is so not fair that is so manipulative that is so dangerous because she can spend the next few months few years blaming herself for this and whenever another guy comes into her life is going to trigger bad things in her heart and in her spirit and she is going to be closed off and shut off and make it harder for her to find love and that is not right michael i was really really upset with him in this episode for the way he handled it the way he was acting as if he was this big man his chest all out relax dude it's not that serious just say the truth you wanted to go joanna and you went with her don't act as if 
Amber treated you like you're you're a scum. Amber was this whole four weeks pushing you away and making you feel like disgusting because you were not her type because she did not make you she did not make you feel like that she did not do any of that she was very affectionate she was always kissing him always together with him you know no so i did not like the way he handled it at all and when um, anna confronted him for a chat and asked him you know what has happened like who is, who are you who is this michael that we've coming back to see um and yeah, he blew up and said, don't talk to me like that, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh my God, this guy. What I, I honestly felt like I was I was personally also seeing two different Michaels. The Michael that is assertive but kind and loving that we saw two weeks ago to this, this other person who is like, I don't care attitude and this brace, bra- brace, this brass attitude that he's having. It shocks me. I don't like this Michael it's it was just mm-mm, mm-mm. he's almost not he's not cancelled yet but he's almost cancelled in my book because he is trying to make the situation into something that is not if you've made a different choice just say you've made a different choice that is it you know and so the next um couple that obviously the episode focused on was curses and amy and again michael's manipulation was very defensive and like blame based towards amber and curtis took a different type of manipulative strategy he took the yes i take all the blame but i'm going to manipulate you to still want me strategy so after um the, the recoupling he went and sat with amy and basically confessed and i think in that in that sense this is also a very dangerous road and a lot of men especially take this road to manipulate women to stay in situations that they should not it's the i'm gonna lay all my cards out and pretend that you should trust me because of that instead of making the decision that you should make, which is to leave the situation because it's not good. So he told Amy that he'd grafted um, Jordan, that he'd asked Jordan, um, yeah, he'd spoken to Jordan, that he'd asked Jordan to recouple with him if he was in 30 minutes time, uh, a recoupling, he will recouple with him. Um, And when he first said, I said, he first, he said, I talked to a girl um, and she was like, who is it? And he's like, Jordan. He's like, okay. Amy was like, uh, okay, after he, told, after he told her that it was Jordan. And then um, he said, um, and then she said, oh, so that is the girl that you kissed and the girl that you like. And he was like, yeah, that's the girl I like. He's like, no, it's, I liked. So he caught himself. He, in that moment, he, realized, he caught himself. He spoke his truth. He spoke the truth that was truly in his mind. Jordan is still the girl he likes. But he caught himself and said, uh, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean the girl that I liked. No, Curtis. No, Curtis. We caught you. You slipped up and now you're trying to correct it. It is the girl that you like. And because she didn't like you back, you've gone back to Amy. And now you're trying to do the lay my cards on the table and forgive me strategy, manipulation. And it's... I have a feeling it's going to work on Amy because Amy is so naive to relationships. Amy is so, she has completely fallen for this guy. She has completely fallen quote unquote in love with this guy in her mind. She's fallen in love with this perfect guy and she is trying to make, and she is going to try to make this thing work because she's too invested emotionally into him you know so she's going to make excuses for his behavior knowing perfectly well that she is second choice she he he has not desired her completely from the beginning she is still going to make excuses for him and take him back and uh i don't know i don't know which 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 kind of manipulation is worse the way curses did it or the way michael did it they're all they are both bad. 
So, yeah, he basically said, yes, I've made you look like a an idiot. Yes, I've made you look stupid. Yes, it's all my fault. Please, let's get over it. And I'm like, dude, you want us to continue a relationship where I know for a fact that you want somebody more than you want me. When I know for a fact. And he said that. Oh, I still find I found you really attractive. I found that there was nothing. So he was trying to list off all the reasons why Amy should stay. All the things that he'd done right. To try and cancel out all the things that had gone wrong. But because it's you can't you you can't stay with your second choice. You can't stay with the second best if you know that there's something better for you out there. Like I will not. Who wants to be anybody's second best? Who wants to say that? Oh, you know this one. I wanted him or her, but they didn't work out for me. So I'm gonna settle with you. Basically, that's what you're trying to tell me to do. And even if I still keep you, it doesn't change the fact that I'm second best. So that is what Amy needs to think about. I believe that she's going to stay because she has low self-esteem, because she feels like she she hasn't ever got any better. She's 28 years old. She doesn't deserve any better, maybe, in, in her heart of hearts. So she'll stick with what she knows. And she'll stick with the illusion of what she thought she had, which is this perfect Curtis. And she'll stick with the illusion, hoping that that illusion will manifest into reality or that illusion will come back. And if she does that, it's up to her. But I don't think she should. Because a lot of times women, we stay in situations because we don't think we, we deserve any better. We don't think we'll get any better. But sometimes you have to leave to see what, what else is out there for you. And you will see, when you find that better, you will see that, wow, I did deserve better. That I, I, I don't have to settle my whole life being somebody's second best. So I hope Amy opens up her eyes. And you no know, matter how hard it would be to leave Curtis or to leave the island and at least leave her dignity. And know that she can find some, someone who truly is invested in her. Relationship doesn't have to be perfect. And people think that when it's perfect, that's when you're falling in love. No. Maybe at the beginning, it's perfect because it's all a front. This person is presenting to you their best side. They're presenting to you their best characteristics. The relationship truly forms when things go wrong and how you handled when those things go wrong. You know? So... That's Curtis and Amy. This um, night, we're going to see um, how they progress. And also with Amber and um, Michael's situation, at, and at the end of the episode, they got a text that Amber and Joanna should go for a, for a chat. So we'll see how that chat goes. But I'm really, really proud of Amber, of how she she reacted. She has some, some spurts and some little nuggets of kind of sassiness. And things like that. But she kept her composure. And she kept more calm than I thought she would. One person that I was really proud of was Ovi. Ovi is such a protector. And that is so attractive in him. Like when Amber, the whole Amber situation was going on. He was sitting on the one of the beds with with um, Amber and Anna. And he, when Amber started to cry, he wrapped his hands or his arms around her. And was cuddling her and protecting her. He is so protective and he's an alpha male but in the protective kind of way and I love that about him. So yeah, I really rated Ovi on how he handled it. And when when he got up to go and to, when Anna and um, Mike were talking, Ovi got up to go to, to talk to them or kind of go to the area and I was like, oh my God, if this man goes there and kicks off Michael is done like he is finished but yeah no like men are not the same as women men will not pick fights that are not their own in that sense that they he will not go and start screaming and shouting because yeah they think differently to women he's thinking okay i'm not gonna i'm gonna make it worse if i put my mouth in it so let's not but yeah um so speaking of ovi and anna um they kind of 
insinuated that Hannah's, Hannah's head was turning back to Jordan this episode. And I can see a little bit of confusion in Anna's eyes. I, I don't think she realized that she was as invested into Jordan as she might have thought. Ha, as she might have thought. Um, so, because I, th- I think after the, after, I think the next morning when she saw Jordan, when she was speaking to him and he was saying how much he missed her, um, she realized maybe that she likes him a bit more than she thought and this probably this kind of head turning to Ovi will not be as smooth as she thought it would be because sometimes somebody might not be your type completely and that's what I don't agree with Michael it's like oh Amber was making me feel like I wasn't her type she always told me it's like dude somebody could meet you and you're not their type but relationships marriages are not sustained on types let me tell you that for free. You will not sustain a relationship or marriage or any sort of situation on your type. Your type might attract you, but your type will not keep you because the physicality of your type, if it doesn't match the characteristic of that person, it's not going to work. If your type worked, then you would have met that one or that two, the second person that you ever met who was your type, and you will still be together. If your type worked, you will not break up. So this whole, uh, my type, my type, yes, you have to be attracted to the person, but sometimes you get attracted to somebody who is not typically who you will go for. Because it, love in itself is deeper than flesh, than skin, than face. Sometimes you will meet somebody who is so attractive, you're like, oh my God, this person is beautiful or this person is handsome. And you're thinking, oh my, like in the surface level, they look attractive and they look like what you want. But once you start speaking to them, once you start spending time with them, you and some characteristics might come out that you're like, oh my God, this characteristic is ugly. All of a sudden that person is ugly. All of a sudden, you can't stand being in the same room as that person. If looks were the only reason somebody could stay in a relationship or be in a relationship, then all beautiful people will not be single. But it takes more than looks to sustain a relationship. It takes more than physical types to sustain a relationship. So you saying that, oh, I'm not this person's type or this person is not my type. Once you get to know somebody... Your love in itself will grow deeper than the surface level. So I believe that um, Amber's desire or Amber's um, yeah like for for Michael grew deeper because of who she fell for, who she was getting to know. He might not have been her type physically. He might not have been her type in complete in the completeness of his physicality, but when he when she got to know him and his character and the way he is and the way he she thought he understood her he she fell for that person he fell she fell for michael and not for the and not for the, his face for the wholeness of who he was so that is a poor excuse to say that because i'm not her, her type she's going to fall for somebody else no that's not how it works honey so don't use that as an excuse and i feel with jordan and i ain't with Jordan and Anna is the same thing. Jordan um, has fallen for Anna because he she is a, his type. But Anna has fallen for Jordan because of the time they spent together. And she didn't realize probably that even though he wasn't completely her, her type, that she's fallen for him more than she thought she, she has. So we will see what happens with them too. Um, I feel like Jordan is playing it, playing it really well. He likes her. He's not going to force her, but he's going to be in her face enough, you know, politely, respectfully to let her know that he still likes her. And we'll see what happens. Maybe in a recoupling coming soon, she'll be torn between the two of them because she likes Ovi and she likes um, Jordan and she will she wouldn't uh, want to know what decision to make. But I feel in that sense, women invest more with their emotions. And when a woman falls for you, a woman falls for you. You might not have been her type, but she will. once you get her heart, you've got her heart in that sense. So, 
yeah the episode was really good i'm interested to see how the conversation between joanna and um, amber went and also when michael afterwards was trying to check up on joanna and see how she was and blah 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 i don't see the connection y'all i was like what is like because him and amber's connection was so easy it was it flowed so well they they just felt so natural together maybe because it's only been a day and it's still tense in the villa so they're not really having time to to get to know each other but i don't see it i don't see michael and joanna working out i don't see the connection i don't see the i don't see the bond because after all this drama is over how are they going to be as a couple what else are they going to talk about apart from amber you know and that's what some of these guys don't don't think about they switch girls thinking this person is better Real, not realizing that the only reason you have a connection with this person is because you're talking about your your person you know so yeah we'll see how it goes i hope i don't know i really would love for michael to kind of come to his senses and realize he made a mistake and try and graft amber or i don't know but we will see what happens in the next couple of days but that was Love Island last night. It was a good episode. We'll see what happens tonight. Tonight they sneaked Pete. Um, what's his name? Jordan talking to Anna a bit more about the way he feels. Um, Amy getting angry with Curtis yet again. And yeah. We shall see what happens tonight. So thank you guys for listening um, to another review of Love Island. And for tuning in to Makeup and Tea. If you have any comments, leave it below about this episode. What did you think of the way that Michael reacted and the way Michael was acting? And the way Curtis, you know, handled the whole situation with um, Amy. Should Amy stay with him still? Should she Should she just, like, kind of... I don't know how you could build that, that trust again, to be honest. Knowing especially that the girl is still in the villa that he actually wants. So, anyway talk to you guys tomorrow um about the tonight's episode and until then take care bye loves